Hi, my name's Greg Vale. I'm here today with the founder of Frazzle and Mika and the host of the new Killaway Report. And I'm going to ask Fran a few questions just so that we can learn a little bit about her and her background and put in some perspective what we might expect out of the Killaway Report going forward. How are you, Fran? Well, I'm well, thank you, but very unhappy about being interviewed. Well, I'm going to make it easy for you to start with and just about how would you describe yourself? That's an unfair question to start off with. I'm 68, politically incorrect, got a great Aussie sense of humour and I don't really give a stuff about much other than what I do. And so for a while now you've been working uh, in technology, so why did you start working in technology? Because my husband was a lot older than I was and in the late 1990s he decided to retire. He was a great trainer and he asked me would I write a book about him and I said, good God, who'd read a book about you? So essentially I said, but I would put his work onto a computer system and that's really how it started. I knew nothing about computers, I've never used one and I still can't use one. So I simply read four books and did some programming. So how does that work when you say you can't use computers but you can do programming? How does, how does that work for you? I have an understanding of the back end that's become these days fairly sophisticated. If you look at one of the videos of mine where Grace's um, work, the little girl in the videos where I'm talking to her, she's four and a half and she's in peals of laughter because she's actually showing me how to work an app and I had no idea what she was talking about. For some reason, I can't understand the front end of a computer. I think it's confusing, and I think they make you do things that you shouldn't have to do. Computers should be working for you, not the other way around. And so what's your saying about that? What do you say about people there? People are silly for using computers um, because they don't do, you have to do what they want you to do instead of them doing what you want them to do. doesn't make sense to me, so I rebuilt it. And so in rebuilding it, how, how, did, how did you concentrate or focus on that? What, what was important to you? Um, that it understood who I was. And so one of the things I learned early in programming, and I've done a lot of it now over 20 years, I, I don't program these days, I'm too old, um, and there's too many young whippersnappers around who can do that. But in the early days when I first started to program, I could never understand um, the way in which it related to um, people and I couldn't understand why people related to it. So what I needed to do was to bring the emotional, the human side into it and that's taken me 20 years to achieve but um, my system now understands who I am. So within five entry points into the computer, in and out, it basically starts to get a fairly good idea of who you are. So does that involve using artificial intelligence and machine learning? Um, I have to tell you a very funny story. I was asked to, at one of my lunches, and I have lots of seminars and lunches, I was asked if I'd present a paper on um, and talk about AI, um, because at that stage it was a flavour of the month, particularly for females. And so unfortunately I had to ask Oracle to explain to me what AI was. I had no idea. Um, I don't believe artificial intelligence is where you can take a standard program and make it a little bit more interactive. Um, to me, that's just... Um, getting neural networking or, or sorry, um, natural language programming to work for you in a better way. To me, artificial intelligence is where it actually starts to learn who you are and it fundamentally makes things work the way you want them to work. So in return, if you put in a key and you ask for something, it applies to you, it doesn't guess what you want. So artificial intelligence to me is where a computer actually understands what each user wants on their terms. 
And that's really important to you, isn't it? The whole concept of each user having a system that works for them. Sure. And I mean, I, I, that's obvious in the programs that I've built. So if you think about the programs, there's one for disability, which is Frazzle. There's Mika, which is coming out towards the end of August. And that basically is all about protecting kids in real time online to, to, to protect A, them from predators, etc., but B, to also um, secure their privacy so they can learn to make mistakes the same as you and I did. The next one that comes out after that is to help people understand all the things they can do while they stay at home, how technology can serve them, what are all the opportunities tech gives them. The next one after that, which follows four weeks later, is on domestic violence, um, which determines, helps women to determine are they in, in fact in a domestic violence relationship. And then after that, it's mental illness and then dementia and so on and so forth. So the technology allows me to now release something every four to five weeks that's meaningful and will make a real difference to people each day. And, and so how can you turn out these technologies so quickly? Because we spent 10 years building what's called um, one stack. And a stack simply means that I can reproduce the content over and over, but the intelligence inside the computer works the same way. The same as intelligence works for you as an individual, so the computer works the same way. So it doesn't actually care whether it's talking about domestic violence or whether it's going to the camp down races. At the end of the day, it only cares about what's important to you at a moment in time. And that can have as many as 10 million people all asking it a similar question. And it will, in each case, deal with each person on their terms at that point in time. And is this where the term machine empathy comes from? Machine empathy is an interesting question. Me, I love the concept of um, me and me talks to me. Um, yes, it does. It comes from the point of view that the machine understands what each person wants and it actually do, um, deals with them in an empathetic way as well as in a practical or physics way. In other words, most computers these days you touch, you can do exactly what it wants to do and nothing else. With Frazzle, Frazzle can be altered and changed and it responds to anything you want it to do. So the, the machine learns to be empathetic towards its user. So it, it doesn't get upset if, say, someone takes a long time to go from key to key. If you're an older person and you need time to think, it'll wait for you. So it's very empathetic towards its users. And so you've mentioned a couple of different products. The first is Frazzle. What is Frazzle? Um, Frazzle is a product that works for all people living with most disabilities on most devices and it doesn't matter to it what, what disability you have. The bottom line is by simply clicking and, and um, touching something, you can actually make it do what you want. For example, you in my voice, you can actually talk um, if you're locked in and in, in that instance, over the next three months, if I tape your voice over a 30 minute period, if you're locked in, I can turn that into your own voice. In terms of my needs, it's built so that if I want to go to the toilet, I want to pee now. So you push one button and it takes less than three seconds and the person looking after you knows that you want to go to the toilet. In my day, it organises everything in your day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, etc. My feelings, that you can say whether you're happy, unhappy, sad and why. Myself, you can say I've got a pain in the tummy, for example, by pointing to your tummy and you can tell someone that you've got a problem or whatever. In terms of family and friends, you can connect with whomever you like, etc. So it does a whole lot of things, but in the end, it's all about communication. And so it breaks down barriers to communications that currently exist, and it basically removes isolation. So in a nutshell, that's really what it does. 
All right, and I suppose there with the um, isolation is also um, something you've spoken to me in the past about is the importance of limiting frustration and how that can improve um, communication between people as well. Sure, if we talk about um, cases, and one of the things I'm going to do in the report going forward is to interview lots of people from all the different worlds of my technology so people outside can actually understand what's really going on. So if you think about the technology, it works the same way across everything. It's all about choice. I want to choose to be um, the way I am. I've got a choice as to what I want to wear. I can choose to be in the environment I'm in. I can choose who I, where I want to live. I can choose who I want to talk to. But it also um, is intuitive, so it works out what happens with um, people so that they can figure on what they need to do. So the communication is the same right across the, the whole um, technology. Um, and also too, when you think about that, if you think about a domestic violence situation, um, if you're in it, you're frustrated because you can't get out of it. If you think about Mika and you're being bullied at school, it causes frustration. If you're in disability, you can get frustrated because you can't communicate with them. So uh, that's Frazzle. Mika is also a product that's very close to coming to the market. Uh, what's important about Mika for you and what you hope it will do for uh, people who download Mika? Um, what's important to me at the moment, everybody says to me, is it because of um, keeping kids safe? That's a major, major part of it. But I think the more important part to me is kids are our future. Kids are what the world is going to be built on going forward. And I think as when we were growing up, and particularly at my age, we used to make all our own mistakes. We could make all our own decisions and choices. But these days the world is so complicated, how do kids get the chance to do that? So what Mika does is create an environment where they can walk around the net. And let's face it, it's a great place to be if you know what you're doing, but it's an ugly place to be if you're in the wrong areas of it. And there's nothing worse also of being bullied constantly, picked on, that sort of thing, regardless of which of the apps I'm using. So at the end of the day, Mika in particular for me is about kids. It's about making sure that they get the opportunity to learn freely and to be able to express themselves without having to worry about the consequences of expression. Great, very important. So just to wrap up then, Fran, um, you're launching the Killaway Report. Uh, what, what do you hope the Killaway Report uh, will do and um, the information that it will provide to the people who listen? Um, I'm really excited about this program. It's only brand new. I don't like the music particularly, but I'll work on changing that. Um, I've got a difficult person who makes me use music I don't like because I can't pay for what I want. But besides that, at the end of the day, I think on the serious note, um, the report is really about um, engaging people and learning from them and understanding how they live. And I think at 68, um, when I was younger, I used to think I know everything. Now at 68, I know nothing. And when you talk to the people that we mix with daily when we're building this technology, because all of our technologies, bar none, have been built by users for us by telling us what they want, we listen, we hear, and we discuss. And one of the things I hope that this program can do is to share with all of you what it is people tell me so that you can get some understanding of what it's like to be someone else so that people particularly those with mental illness and things and lonely and isolated don't feel like there's no one out there in the same position so hopefully um, the program that we bring is all about connecting you to them via this report
Thanks very much, Fran. Thank you very much. I'm not sure I like you anymore, but thank you, darling. Bye-bye. <laughs>